Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Watch Too Much. Um, it's me, Bernice, again. I am here with um, amazing guests. I'm a Dusek. Amazing guests. Hey, hey, so we're yes. in the building. Hey, I'm a Dusek is in the building. I'm a Du, and I, we are going to talk about um, 90 Day Fiance um, on <laughs> TLC. Guilty and, pleasure. And... Hey, it doesn't have to be guilty. It's like, guilty. Well, I don't feel guilty about why? it. Why? It's, it's, it's good TV. And then we are also going to talk about um, another reality show on OWN. It's called uh, Ready to Love. Ooh, shout out to Will Packer. Hey. So welcome, Amadou. Thank you. Um, so Amadou, we know each other from my time, my short time at CAA. That's where we met. Oh, yes. Um Death star. Um, yeah. How did you get into the business? What What do you do? Um, well, one, first off, thank you for having me. Yes. And just to all the guests, Bernice is one of the most knowledgeable Stop. TV people I Stop. know in the industry. <laughs> I mean, any show you can think of, she watches, she knows, and what's not. I'm a fan of the podcast. I mean, just as far as oh, you speaking about it. Thank you. I'm just like, anybody who works in TV needs to listen to it, just so they can, like... <laughs> get to know about what shows are hot and that so i'm just you know thankful to be out here oh, on the show you. thank uh, you welcome welcome i appreciate you uh so i'm a i'm a producer yes um i am from seattle washington born and raised hey. family from senegal west africa yes. and you know yes. just as far as this journey of me african brother africa shout yes. out to the west side yes. we're west. from the west yes yes um <laughs> But no, out here. <laughs> we, <sometimes>. <laughs> <laughs> we always do this. <laughs> Every time. Every time there are Africans that meet up, we're like, hey. hey. That's the thing. And it's like, especially with Africans in the industry, you know, there's not a lot. But when we link up, we link up. Yes. And uh, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're telling stories like the griots. And uh, I, I'm, I'm appreciated of it. I've been here. Ooh, we've known each other. I want to say like six years. Something like that. Yeah, I, probably around I that. I, I was in. I was at CAA. You were at CAA, but we met before 14. that, just Did out we? and about. Yeah, at mixes and stuff. Yeah, I'd Aww. seen you a lot because it was with uh, Christina Thomas. Yes, around that. Uh, yeah, she okay, was. Okay, yeah, okay. so I yeah, met yeah, you before yeah. CAA. Uh, but that was just the professional yeah. setting. Um, but yeah, as far as we uh, producer, most recently I was a, a, a associate producer on YouTube Premium's Cobra Kai, yes. which was a huge hit right now. It's like at 50 million views. Um, and it's basically Karate Kid 30 years later mm-hmm. for anybody who hasn't watched the show. Yeah, it's really fun, uh, smart. Uh, it's it's tongue in cheek, like a hard TV 14 plus yeah. just as far as the rating for it, but if it's, you, it's a good show. If you haven't watched Cobra Kai, you can now because YouTube has taken it out from behind their premium wall. So um, they've taken all their shows off behind their premium they wall. changing their wall. model. So yes, you can watch it now if you were like, mm, I don't want to pay for YouTube. Now you can watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's out there and I paid for it and I right now I still have uh, YouTube premium because you don't get ads watching videos and mm-hmm. I can play music videos just go from one video to another or songs yeah. in the car now oh you're the plug yeah go on <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah just as far as me like working in entertainment and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. I always wanted to be in entertainment mm-hmm. uh, I was 
really bit by the acting bug when I was younger in mm-hmm. middle school. I used to do community theater uh-huh. at the Langston Hughes Performing Arts Center in Seattle, Washington. Nice. And uh, just doing these community theater plays, they did like these black versions uh, with soul of popular musicals mm-hmm. like Peter Pan, The Wiz, of course, uh, Snow White and the Seven uh, Doors. And I would just be like in the ensemble. Uh, I couldn't really sing, but yeah. I could be like one of the best ensemble people you can see <laughs> just out there. But, you know, we used to get paid for it and do it throughout the summer. And I was really into it. And I told my family, hey, I want to be an actor. Uh-huh. And they're like, you're going to be a starving actor. Don't you don't you go do that. You better get a degree or something. And I was like, oh, dreams crushed. Uh, but um, I, as I got older, uh, I went to Senegal, West Africa, where my family's from for the first time, deferred my freshman year in college, mm-hmm. and lived there with my grandma, aunts, uncles, family, just exploring the the, the world and, and loved it. Eye-opening experience, but I was like, okay, I really need to get a degree in something tangible, uh, just, cause, just seeing the difference as far as opportunity I had in the U.S. compared mm-hmm. to my cousins back home. Um, so I got to college, I hit the ground running, and got a degree in business management. And uh, I have a sister out here who was a lawyer, mm-hmm. and still is a lawyer. And she was like, hey, I know you want to work in the entertainment industry. I'm out here, just had a baby. You can help out with the baby and, like, come out and sleep on my couch. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I was like, ah, I'm out here. Yeah. I'm out here. And I was, like, really full of myself, too, at that time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I got a degree in business management. I'm sending my resume to Sony, Fox, NBC, you name it. I'm going to get in somewhere. Right. And I did. And I didn't hear back from no one, not one phone call back mm-hmm. or whatnot. And I was like, what's wrong? And, um, right. Because you you're know, like, I got this degree. Like, yeah. clearly. Clearly. <laughs> I went clearly. to college. You're supposed to get a job. Right. And that's just how it's supposed to work. But then, you know, I started learning that everybody was like, oh, you need industry experience. Right. Industry experience for this. Oh, and I was like, God. but. In order to get industry experience, you have to work. But in order to work, you need yeah, industry okay. experience. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. But I, I started to learn, you know, the game. It's like people want you to pay dues and work. Right. So, I, you know, I was volunteering, PAing on stuff, uh, working at, like, the Produced by Conference, mm-hmm. Pan-African Film Festival. But I also was, like, doing a lot of charity work, just volunteering, because yeah. I always, like, was involved in giving back and stuff. And by doing that, I've met a few agents and people in the industry was like, hey, you work this hard for free, send me your resume, which I was like, okay, cool. But one of the things I heard of, like, my first month into L.A. is that my brother-in-law, who was going to UCLA at the time, was like, hey, you should reach out to Issa Rae. She's half Senegalese. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Issa's from Senegal? And I was like, Issa is, like, a Senegalese name right. that people have. I was like, oh, I didn't put two or two together. Mm-hmm. And I sent her the coldest, cold email in the world. Mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Amadou. I just moved out here. Heard just Senegalese. Would love to meet with you and learn just about the industry mm-hmm. and connect. And uh, this was around the time Awkward Black Girl Season 1 was like coming into the fold mm-hmm. and like the world was talking about it. Okay. And I was like, well, you know, I just gave it my shot. And she hit me back. I was like, hey, let's meet at Starbucks. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> Dope. And um, she, we met and she gave me the game just as far as like how the industry works. Mm-hmm. Like she connected me with like a lot of different individuals and oh, people. Nice. And I really attest like my meeting with her as like the momentum for me to start in the industry and meet mm-hmm. a lot of people. And I tell it to this day. It was like if it wasn't for that first meeting, I wouldn't really got into it. Yeah. And, you know, from there I was able to. Uh, find my way. I eventually ended up working for a producing fellow at AFI. 
on a mm-hmm. student thesis film. And I oh, found out okay. producing and business management go hand in hand. You just got to learn more about the craft. Right. Uh, he was like, I can't pay you, but you can get credits mm-hmm. and you can come by every day and learn about, you know, being a producing lab with yeah. us. So I did that um, for like two months and I was able to work on this student thesis film and learn about it. But eventually the producing fellow got into a situation where he couldn't produce the rest of the film. But the faculty at the school, uh, as well as the cast and crew knew me and they were like, hey, uh, you're not a student technically, but we want you to help finish this film. We'll team you up with the AFI um, producing fellow and we'll pay you and you can produce this film. Wow. So my first eight months, I was like, hey, dope. Uh, I'm going to produce a film. If you would have told me that a year before, I'd be like, you're on crack. I ain't producing nothing. Right. And I was like, okay, I did this. And once I did, I was like, oh my God, I got industry experience yeah. now. Come on, Sony Fox, all these other places. <laughs> and I went to a panel at the Urban League Young Professionals, and there were some people from, like, WB on the panel speaking. I was like, hey, I just finished a short film. How do I get a job somewhere? And they're like, oh, well, really, when they're talking about industry experience, they're talking about, like, working at a desk, like an agency or management uh-huh. company. I was like, oh, why didn't nobody tell me that eight months ago when I first got <laughs> out here? But, you know, LA is about the journey, and, you yeah. know, it's the experiences that I had were great. And I met a few agents at CAA, so when I reached out to them, they sent my resume in the HR, and I interviewed, and then I was hired as a floater. Um, so that's how my whole uh, CAA experience started. Yeah. And um, I started off there as a floater, and then I worked in TV talent. Mm-hmm. And I was at CAA for like two years, seven months. Uh, Dang. Yes, two years, seven <laughs> months. I know it. Uh, exactly. And at first, you know, it was it's CAA. It's like the, one of the biggest yeah. agencies in the country. I mean. You see, like, Will Smith and, like, Jerry Seinfeld mm-hmm. in the hallways. and you Just just, just walking around. Walking around, like, yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. And it's just, like, you learn a lot about the industry and you get paid, like, low amounts because it's like, hey, everybody wants the job. You're, you're filling the seat. But you, you learn about the industry. It's like, you know, film, grad school for the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I put in the time. And at first, I wanted to be an agent. And as the time got longer the more I didn't want to be an agent yeah. it just wasn't as creative for me but also I felt like a lot of the agents were burnt out just as far as their personal lives and yeah. whatnot and I was like ah, I don't really want to live that life but I learned a lot and mm-hmm. I love TV just as far as the experience of working there so I was yeah. like well let me see if I can like work somewhere else as far as the buyer side mm-hmm. and then I got to participant media um, that's right you were yeah I was at participant mm-hmm. media I was working for pivot their TV network yeah. for the EVP of original programming. Mm-hmm. And there, um, they're all about creating content that inspires. But originally, the network was focused on millennials. And I think two years after it launched, they found out that millennials were cord cutting and then, yeah. like, in large numbers, and they were trying mm-hmm. to rebrand and stuff. But the time I was there, I was learning more about scripted content and unscripted content and how to develop that. And eventually the network folded and we were all laid off. And it was a good group of people and, you know, it was for a good cause. And I was like, oh, we're trying to change the world. I'm about trying to change the world. Uh, But then I was laid off back in these streets like, okay, what am I going to do now? And uh, that's when I heard about the position to work for Overbrook, which is Will Smith and Jada Pika's company. And I did three rounds of interviews and eventually uh, became a coordinator there uh, working for Caleb Pinkett as, uh, as also his assistant. And... Uh, that was just an amazing experience working for like a black production company in the industry. Um, I got to meet Will a few times just because he's always in the world somewhere being mm-hmm. great. Uh, but, you know, just working for like a black production company, seeing them, you know, do their thing in the film and television space. It was really um, 
you know, admirable and yeah. inspirational and learned a lot. And, you know, from there I was able to grow to become a creative executive. Uh, and now it's like, you know, continue to, 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 to develop projects and, and push them out there. So that's kind of my whole journey as where I am right yeah. now in a nutshell. But uh, it's been a good one. So with some highs and lows, yeah, but, you yeah, know, we're yeah. still going and it's, it's, it's TV, it's film. It, and it's, you know, I feel like we're blessed just to be in this industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So you love TV. What, what were some of your favorite TV shows growing up? Growing up, uh, man, it, it was a few and it's eclectic, but I'm an eclectic individual. Yeah. Uh, one, as far as I didn't have cable a lot growing up. Same. So it was like whatever was on TV is what <laughs> I was watching. Uh, so Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a show that mm-hmm. I just watched and I watched all the time. Uh, Arthur. Uh, PBS. Yes. I watched Arthur all the time. Uh, Magic School Bus. All this other stuff. Nova. That people don't really yes. know any of Nova's programming, mm-hmm. whether it was like on ancient African civilizations or the Mayans or whatnot or animals. I felt like I watched it all the time because I, oh, I've learned it so much. I remember going to school and like talking to people about these things I learned. I think Nova was my NPR when I was little. But I was like, okay, uh, I'm learning a lot about the world. Uh, As far as uh, TV, I watched a lot of cartoons. Simpsons Mm -hmm. I loved when I was Mm -hmm. growing up. Uh, My mom, she she called it the buttheads. And she hated it that I watched it, and she was thought it was Beavis and Butthead. But every time it was on, she was like, why are you watching the Buttheads? Why are you watching the Buttheads? And I was like, it's not the Buttheads, it's the Simpsons. But, you know, I get it, immigrant experience. It's all the same. Um, so that was a show. Uh, Moesha I loved when I was little. Ooh, I had yeah. a crush on Brandy Cold when I was little. She, her and Aaliyah, but uh, Brandy was like my, oh, she's my uh, TV crush when I was little. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um, X-Men cartoon. Oh, I love X-Men cartoon was so good. It was good. So good. It was a really good cartoon. It's, I think it's on Netflix. I watched it. I watched Is it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. The 90s one. Yeah. Yes, that was the 90s one. Yeah. yeah. That whole saga and when they went to like the Phoenix saga and all this yes! other stuff, I was like, oh. yo. This this is so dope. Uh, so that was one of it. Um, one on the WB, what the uh, Wayne's Bros. I loved mm-hmm. it. Watched it a lot. Uh, Parenthood, another show I watched. Uh, Parenthood. And yes. as I got older, my taste started to develop more. One, I used to hate every time ten o'clock I would hear because that means Mash was on and it was time to go to sleep. And I hated the theme song because it meant I had to go to sleep. But as I got older, I started to watch Mash more. I was like, oh, this is really funny. And it's like really, there's a lot of social commentary in it, and I really fell in love with Mash. Yeah, my boss is a huge Mash fan. Oh man, like it's 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 great. Yeah, (laughs) it was like that. Those were some of the shows that I've watched and you know kind of developed as I grow. So yeah, yeah. What about you? Awesome. What are your shows? Um, some of my shows were. I mean, we've already named some. I was I was a huge WB like watcher okay so like felicity dawson's creek gotcha. sister sister, oh, sister sister all of those um buffy like uh, yeah uh. i did buffy and angel yes same <laughs> oh my god i loved angel, yeah, I did angel. <laughs> buffy and angel uh all of i mm, i don't know about this reboot that they're doing of buffy uh, uh, well i mean i'm excited I think the spirit of the show will be there. I just, you know, as far as high school nowadays, it's changed, you know. Right. And it's like, I know that they're not dealing with the same issues 90s folks dealt with. But I think they'll still be able to tackle it 
in a really great way. I hope it's like, and you know, I haven't watched it, but just as far as the hype, I hope it's sort of like a Sabrina type mm. buzz from it. But if not, mm. yeah, I know it's dearly loved. I just, I don't want it to become like the Heather's reboot that they just did. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Where it's like, why did we do this? And <laughs> this was so unnecessary. And this is not good. No, like, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's so iconic. And it's like people watch the reruns like crazy. So it's it's something where I know people love the show, but hopefully, hopefully they get it right. Yeah. Hopefully. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Let's get into this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We can do 90 Day Fiance first. 90 Day Fiance. Okay. So I I never really watched this show. <laughs> I just off and on, like, I'll, I'll see, like, clips online, you know. Um, you know, when you do, like, a, a IG search, mm-hmm. you see, like, the videos and stuff. 90 Day Fiance will pop up every now and then. And I'm just like, what is wrong with these people? Like, like, and there would be clips where it'd be somebody who, who's like somebody, some woman or, or some guy who's like upset because they're like, oh, they don't love me. And I'm like, yeah, isn't this the point of the show? Like they are marrying you to get into the country. Yeah. Of course they don't love you. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) And so I was just so confused by this show. (laughs) But I started watching it kind of regularly this season. They're on season six and they have a million Mm spinoffs. And the same i'm watching these couples and i'm just like oh my gosh yeah i kind of i had a similar experience i mean because i've only been i i I heard the show a a month and a half ago Mm -hmm. about two months and i was like 90 day fiance what's that and it was just like oh you know there's these individuals who you know found love overseas and they want to marry this person and for them to get their k-1 visa for it to be official they have to be engaged for 90 days and you have to see the whole process Mm -hmm. and i was like what? I mean, at first I was like, wait a second. Like, really? This is a show? And, was, <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, it's just people who are trying to get a green card. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, and that was like my own bias. I was like, because I know some folks. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of same, real love out there. Same. But I do know some folks straight I, up. I, I've been offered these. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, you are beautiful. I would like to marry you. <laughs> so I was like, right. and it was like to come over to the States because, I mean, as far as it's the land of opportunity. Right. Um, but then, you know, people, it's as far as a show, I was like, oh, but, you know, the sexy thing of marriage why would they make fun of that and all this other stuff and then i saw like a trailer for it mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god are these real people yeah like they have to be actors mm-hmm. there's no way it, these are real people and then you watch it you're like oh my god these are real people yeah. and the stories are just so crazy and the individuals you're like i can't i couldn't take my eyes off of yeah them. and like me and my fiance like binge season five that's where we started we even go back to one uh-huh. and then did that and then did after the 90 days. And now we're at, at season six, which we know we're talking about. But right. I just think it's 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 good TV. I mean, it's America in yeah. a nutshell and the world. But you're just you're watching these people and you're just like, I don't know if they're going to make it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Is season five the season with um, Michael and the, the the Nigerian guy? With, no. So with I was looking what? for him. I was looking mm. for him. And he's not even in season five. And I saw all those clips starting to pop up. Yeah. of like This guy's like, hey, Trump is president. I think he's season four. And oh. I don't even know where. The, and I looked at like as far as the after the 90 days uh-huh. and I didn't see him there. But, you know, and I think he was a character in a, that 
people were like, oh, my God, this Nigerian guy really wants to be here right. and he loves Trump. And I was like, oh, well, he might make me want to watch a season. But as far as the other couples and the other seasons, it was I was just so caught up in their journey yeah. and how they're still going. I just started there. I was like, let me these are the current ones. Let me figure out what's mm-hmm. happening because you can see what's happening with them on Instagram and like Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're like social media famous for yeah. the show and they're not like stars in their own right. But it's just like. For them to now live in the public eye, that's yeah. just their lives now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. <clears throat> let's go with the show. Yeah, the so, all right, we're going to do a couple by couple. Okay, um, so the first couple. Kalani and Asuelu. <sighs> oh, my God. Yes. This, like, I feel so sorry for Asuelu. Like, <laughs> Kalani's family is a mess. It is a and, lot. And their they're sal- they're self-hating family. Like, her father, yeah. who's like, I don't want you to marry a man who looks like me. And her, her father's Samoan. Yes, and with the chin beard. Yes. Braided. Married a white woman. So they're, they're half Samoan, half white. Mm-hmm. And didn't, didn't want any of his children to be associated with the Samoan culture. And, but then his daughter goes... <laughs> And has a baby on vacation with In a Samoan, Samoan. <laughs> with a Samoan man. <laughs> oh, just talk about life not going the way you see it, father. Yeah. Oh my god. It was that was a lot, and it was like you know, and they're from California. Yeah, and I feel like they live outside of LA, like around Temecula mm-hmm. uh, area, and it was like. You know, for her, I know, like, she's 29, and she was, like, she was going to visit her homeland, her her area, and she met this young guy who made her laugh, made her feel good, and, you know, they had intercourse, and... Right, and she was a virgin, she too. She was a virgin. She was a virgin, too. Yes. I, I just... Lose it in the homeland. <laughs> it's, it's sentimental. Like, I can't even <laughs> deal, because she's she's 29, she... she goes to Zamora and like dates like starts dating this like 22 year old dude and yeah then, but then it's mad that he's young and I'm like you chose to have a baby with practically a child yeah and you're mad that he's not mature enough yeah to be a father of course not like what what do you mean it's 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 crazy and it's just like you know I, I get it. People, like, are infatuated with each other and might have, like, a little fling. But, you know, as far as her and the resulting experience of her now having a baby from it and now saying, hey, she really wants to settle down with him, uh, apply for the visa and had him come from Samoa over to California, it's just like, okay, he is like, you know, one, you know, as far as the, you know, we hear the title, but really fresh off the boat, like, yeah. from, like, Samoa to the to the U.S., ingrained in the culture now. He can speak English. Can All we, right. Can we talk about his, like, landing in the U.S.? Ye- yes, which is must-see TV oh my at God. the airport, which was LAX, by the way. Yes. Yes. He... <laughs> <laughs> he lands, yes. gets off the flight, yes. comes, and proceeds to do a traditional dance for her Yes, as, like, a... Welcome and like I'm so grateful to be here type thing. Takes his shirt off so in the middle it. of the airport. You gotta show it. And people are just like, <laughs> she's so embarrassed. Like it's the funniest thing. Oh, I mean, it's a lot. And she was just like a deer in headlights. And the thing is, is like I grew I went to school with a lot of Samoans, uh, and Polynesians in general, just back 
home and um i i'm aware of the culture and as far as the traditional dances it's like yes you did you take off your yes you're doing a lot of slapping your Mm -hmm. belly your chest and your legs but you know and there's some of it where you roll on the ground too but this man proceeded to do all of that all of that while yelling and it's just like he made a full spectacle in the middle of lax airport like it was like i'm in america baby (laughs) i'm here your your man is here and it was so good yeah and i was just like this just to start off and i'm just like ooh, this is gonna be a lot and and you know and hearing him you know when he speaks and stuff and it's like and i get it with a lot of individuals um you know when you're here and english isn't your first language yeah. it takes time you know for you to think of stuff as far as that but when i was hearing him speak and, and talk about his experience, I was like, oh, I swear, Lou. I mean, I think he's kind of young, but I was like, oh, it's going to be a real struggle with him yeah, communication-wise. Yeah. And the, when he talks, I feel like it's a, it's a struggle for him to, like, really, you know, express what he's talking about, how he feels. Yeah. But I also see a lot of immaturity, mm-hmm. and I was just seeing that from him and the way he talks and the way he makes jokes. It kind of reminds me of, like, a middle schooler. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh. And and Kalani is like, oh, this she's she she kind she feels very grown to me, even yeah. though she makes immature mistakes. So immature, she, immature. It's just the mind state is immature, but at, the present she gives is grown. So I was just like, oh, this is gonna be a lot, and he's gonna have a baby and have to like have responsibilities, right? How this gonna work? And um, when you talked about the dad, like he was like, yeah, I don't want you with Samoans. Like when they set up the the dinner where mm-hmm. he was supposed to go and meet the family yeah um i was like "Ooh, this is gonna be a lot because the, the dad reminds me of like one of these og la guys mm-hmm. <laughs> and he you know he's asking them questions about you know you know that um, about him and their relationship and it's like if you know just know if you hurt my daughter we're gonna have a problem right and it was just like okay from jump he don't like you the sister the uh, Kalani sister right, is doesn't like, like him, but she but said, "But that's because that's because yeah, Kalani, yes. Kalani lied to her whole family, saying that Asuelo like cheated on her and yes. like treated her terribly." And so he comes over to the U.S. and they're like, "We don't like you yeah. because you treated our sister like terribly." And she's like, "Oh, sorry, guys. I I kind of lied to you, but yeah, you kind of like what? Yeah, no, that's, yeah. She set him up for failure. She set him up. Yeah, because everybody already had a perception of him. And when he gets there, and they're like, "Oh, well, really? I didn't lie. It's just that we weren't serious, or we weren't there. And I mean, he really and he did have another relationship with yeah. somebody." Um, but it was like, you know, at the time we didn't know where we were going and then we wanted it to be a serious relationship, but that was all there and I didn't tell you guys and now I feel bad. And, you know, her and her sister were close and they fell out and now, you know, she's, she's grown up. She has to move on in life. Yeah. And now they had to move from California cause they were living in an Airbnb yeah. with, uh, and her mom was helping take care of the mm-hmm. baby and stuff. And she also felt some type of way cause the mom is white too, but she felt some type of way that. Oswelly wasn't helping provide for the baby uh, financially, but it's it's like you found this dude in Samoa. Yeah, he came from a village. He's (laughs) like he came from a village. He worked in the hotel you stayed at. Yeah, like this dude is poor. He's not. He does not have money. Like what? So why are you, how are you so mad that he can't provide financially? He's come now to the U.S. He can't work. Yeah. So like, where do you expect money to come from? Yeah, and I was just I, like, yeah, that's kind of that's messed up. Like he can't work. And when you ha- when you're in process for a visa, 
by law you can't work. Yeah. And I was just like, you can't provide it. And he was like, where do you expect money for the child to come from? Like, you can't do it. Right. Uh, so she was lit. She quit her job to be with Oswell while he was here to, to be with the baby. And they were living in an Airbnb, but she ran out of money. And then they now had to move to Utah because they're also Mormon. But the parents have a five-bedroom house there that her brother is staying in. Mm-hmm. So they got on the road and they went to Utah. And the car scene is probably one of the craziest, funniest, dangerous scenes I've seen on, on scripted TV. Yeah. Um, but it was real because I learned about it, but the baby's crying in the backseat. I swear lose in the backseat. Kalani's driving and the baby's crying, crying, crying. And he's and trying to soothe the baby. He's trying to soothe the baby and he takes he's, the baby out the car mm-hmm. seat to like hold her. And she's freaking out because they're on the freeway. And she's like, you can't take a baby out the car seat on the freeway. What the f are you doing? She's cussing him out. All this other stuff. Yeah. And like, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that you're not supposed to take the baby out of the correct. car seat. He like, doesn't. And um, I guess in Samoa, it's not a thing. Like you can have a baby. You can you hold got, a baby and stuff. You can so, hold a baby yeah. and drive. Like, yeah. And the thing is, and I like. I've seen that in Africa too. <laughs> like, so I, in Senegal, I was like, so I was like, I get it culturally. Yes. yes you can just do what you want. Um, without police around or whatnot, right. and for them it was he was like really taken back. He was like, he was he shut down. Yeah, and then she wanted to talk about it and stuff like that, and he didn't want to talk. And I and she was like, oh, so you're not gonna talk to me? And this man literally put two of his fingers in the in his ear, like he didn't want to hear. Oh he my was like, gosh, he was done, and gave her the silent treatment from California to Utah. Did not talk to her, and I was just like, ooh, that is cold. He was hurt. But also when it comes to like, you know, maturity and talking about yeah. relationships, I, I was like, ooh, I don't think he has that. And no. he couldn't really process it and really deal with it in like a grown way. And he just shut down. I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. You made me, you made me feel bad. You made me feel stupid. And I was like, ooh, mm. more struggle, more struggle. <laughs> and then they made it. Yeah. And I, now they're in Utah, right? Yeah. And, and then they're still planning to get married. And I'm like, why? Yeah. What? Like, Why? It's, this yeah. is not gonna work. It's not. It's. It's. I feel as far as a couple, they got some problems. And then, as of most recently, I think the last episode. I know there's a new one tonight, but she tried on the dress with her sister and her uh-huh. mom. And then she was like, "Oh my god, this is getting real. I don't know if I really need to get married and stuff." And then comes to find out, her family says, and we just now discover this is that she's always had commitment issues growing up. She's never committed to anything, oh and they gosh. think she's doing the same old same old. And now she's getting cold feet. Also with Oswalu, she doesn't know she's a good he's a good father and will like really take care of their baby. But now she's starting to get cold feet. But he, again, he just started taking care of the kid. Like yeah. he doesn't know. Like you don't just all of a sudden have a kid and like you're the greatest parent yeah. ever. You know, like there's a learning curve. There is a learning curve, <laughs> and you know they don't have the benefit of that time because ninety days is, is right like, like that a oh. summer. Damn near. Mm. So, whoo, we'll, a mess. We'll see. But yeah, that's mm. my my favorite Polynesian couple there right now. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next couple. Um, we got Eric, who is forty, from Barbaroo, Wisconsin, oh. and Raina, who's twenty nine, from Indonesia. Girl, stay with your rich family in <laughs> Indonesia. Like, why? Are you... <laughs> I feel like. Because the way she described how she met him, she was like, oh, I was just messing around online and I accidentally clicked on this ad for a man who wanted like a girlfriend. And that's how they got together. And I'm like, 
You could have. You couldn't get. There's so many like rich businessmen yes. that like would I, want a girl like her. It's terrible, yeah. but like if you really if you really want to come to the U.S., you need to find someone with money. Yeah. Like, and I don't think they understand um, that just because you're in America. But you just say that and I hope like as far as like I don't know how the syndication works for this show globally. I believe people are able to watch it in other areas. If not, I hope so. But I hope this is just an eye opening experience that people are like, Hey, I wanna go to America and they see these relationships and it's like, Ooh, this is not what I want. No. And I mean I agree, just as far as like her to find him online and this man Barbara Rue, where is Barbara Rue, Wisconsin? I have no idea. I have no idea. It's the boondocks. And she found him and was like, ooh, that's love. And, like, this, <laughs> this guy, he's like, I, I, I didn't know. I was like, what is it about him? I mean, What is it? Because I still have not seen it. Yeah, it's I, like, he's like a working class dude, um, was married, had kids, divorced. And, like, in this time where he was like, he met her online, fell in love, like, you know what she was what she is represented i don't know and like and she has a six-year-old child oh she does yes she does. yes that is a, that's a key uh, like she has a six-year-old child <laughs> it was like hey i want you to come live with me uh and we'll be a family like correct what? but also to know he has his 20 something or like 18 no i think she's like 19 20 year old yeah. daughter that lives with him and this man lives in a Two bedroom apartment. Was it a two bedroom? I, I thought it was a one bedroom. Is it a two? It's a one. He, a one bedroom with a twin what? bed. With a twin bed. I a one bedroom with a twin. I was like, Shout out to wait, college. what? College dorms, Yo. everybody. Oh, and he was like, "I'm gonna provide for you and I'm your six year old." Provide for you. Uh, I just so it's didn't clean the house when she arrived no. in the U.S. Like it nothing. Was dirty, it was cup. dirty. It was. Oh, my so God. It was all oh, just seeing the situation. I was like, one, I don't think this is going to work. No. And when he she, you know, first flew over, she flew over with um her parents. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Her, her sister, sister and her son. And yeah. Her son who and like he like got a hotel for him to stay in Philly, which was close to New York. Mm-hmm. And then her parents came over and they spent the time like on the East Coast. But he was basically showing them. The states mm-hmm. and the, like the cities and stuff before his area, and they all he before gotta, like, he eased them into bumfuck Wisconsin, <laughs> like bumfuck Wisconsin. <laughs> that's what it was. Like, so it's like, hey, Statue of Liberty, all this other stuff, <laughs> America, and then you're going and you're like, hey, 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 and then they got like this mo. He he got a hotel. He, he, he did not Air- want he got, them, a, he got them an Airbnb, a, an yeah. Airbnb, and he did not want them to see his apartment. He felt if they saw the apartment. They would not think that he could take care of his daughter. Mm-hmm. And one, like, uh, Lida's sister was already off top. Like, who is he? Like, we don't think, I don't think this is going to work. Right. Can provide? And she was like, I'm going to question everything because I really want to make sure, like, uh, you're taken care of. And when they got there and they're talking, they're like, hey, we should just go see. He was at work and they're like, hey, where's his place? And she was like, oh, well, you know, I went to go visit it, but I don't know if it's going to work. And she's, because she's rich, she also comes from like a rich experience. Yeah. Like she had like maids mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And it was like, hey, I think we need to have that too. And he's like, I don't have money for maids. Like we, we just have to make it work. Like we're going to have to clean our own stuff. And so she, she expects a lot. And she sees the apartment that's dirty. 
that the oldest daughter left behind, and she tells her family, and they go six deep. Six deep. They're like, yo, let's go check it out. And the the funniest thing to me, as they're looking at this one bedroom and the twin bed and that blow-up couch sofa, right? And I get it. The struggle is real. If you're trying to make it in the world, keep doing your thing. But the dad is a surgeon in Indonesia, and every time he saw something, he just said, oh... Oh, oh! So he just kept saying that, and that was just like his surprise thing. And every time he saw something that was just like not approving, it was just oh! I was just like, oh man, this man—he just lost all respect with the family, and right? Stuff. And um, I think they came back and talked to him, and they're like, "Hey, like, how do you provide? How do you plan to like provide? Is this girl gonna move out?" And he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna find a bigger place. You know, I, I'm trying to make it happen." And then the, the the surgeon dad was like, well, you know, to help out, I can offer you some money to, like, you know, so you don't, you can save up on your rent. Oh, stuff. I did and not see yes, this. Yes, he oh offered my God. Him. And the thing is, is the guy is prideful, too. He's of like, course. I, he was like, I got to take care of her. I'm not going to accept his money. But he was like, no, you should take this money. But he was just like, we got bigger houses and stuff, like, in Indonesia. Yeah. This is a travesty. And also, side note, because I know we were talking about it earlier, but uh Lida, she her wedding before um she came to the US, she was married before. She had a 3000 attendee wedding in Indonesia. Right. Right. And you go from I that I mean that's what you do. Yeah, you know, it's just what you, you have do. Money, you yeah. got you ball out, you got maids, you live and your and her dad is a surgeon, a well-known surgeon in Indonesia. And you go from that to now bum fuck Wisconsin and it's like you got like a $400 budget for like floral arrangements and stuff it's like I don't the lifestyle is not gonna add no. up and you know the one of the biggest things that I'm trying to figure out for her is like cause I don't really talk about her last marriage I know she has a 6 year old son but why is she putting herself through this yeah but the way she the way she said it when I saw like I think it was like the first or second episode she was like I, I need to get away from under my family so like i guess they control her or whatever and i'm like it must be really bad if you're willing to put up with this dude in wisconsin and and live with nothing yeah i mean it must be bad and i mean i know you come from like a privileged experience but i was like there must be something she's rebelling from as far as like control like from her father her family because she's putting herself through a lot a lot just to live the American dream and like become a doctor, which you still gotta go through school, right? And who's gonna pay for that? Oh man, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's not, she's not gonna get in-state tuition. <laughs> None of that, no in-state, nothing. It's all, it's full price for everything unless right. you got scholarships, but you know, medical school, and then you got a residency and all that. It's I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make it. No. That's my verdict. There's no way. She I she she ends up going back to Indonesia. Yeah. There's no way. But I don't know. We'll see. I just yeah, I don't see mm. a lot for him. But. I just feel bad for her kid who's like oh, it, you yeah. know, he's like now he's 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 now in the U.S. and Wisconsin yeah. in this like strange place that he doesn't know yeah. and like and he's away from his like immediate family right. and he's just like hi, I'm here trying to make it happen. Yeah. You guys be in kindergarten soon. Like, like when his, uh, um, when, when her sister and her, his parents, the parents were leaving, like he did not want to let them go. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Or it might be a situation where they may keep going and he goes back to live with the mm. family because they could take care of yeah. him more. 
Yeah, it could be a, yeah any um, scenarios, but we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm I root for everybody, but you know, just logically, it doesn't mm. look like it works. But on to the next one. On to the next one. Uh we got Fernanda. Fernanda and Jonathan. Oh, oh my god. North Carolina and Mexico. Jonathan is terrible. <laughs> Fernanda, for her being 19, she's very smart. Like, she's, she, a, she's she a smart is, girl. She is smart. Um, She's smart. I give her that. But, um, oh. They're claiming the fame. They found out Jonathan uh, was out taking trips, you know, living his young bachelor life. Uh-uh. Take that, take that. And was in, um, I want to say it was Cabo. And yeah. met Fernanda mm-hmm. in a club and fell in love. And just was like, she's 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 great. She's the one. And um, eventually was like, hey, I want you. I want to marry you. Proposed and uh, is is and brought her over to the U.S. Yeah. And the and thing- it was paying for her apartment with her paying for her family. Yes. In, um, is it is it Mexico that she's she's from, from Mexico? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Mexico, paying for her family. But mm-hmm. also, what this man did is this man paid for her to get a breast. Enhancement, yes, yes. Before she left mm-hmm. from Mexico to the U.S., so you proposed and you bought her new breasts from Jump. I'm just like, wow, yeah, okay, yeah. So we we definitely get that there was that you know the whole less thing the infatuation. Um, and he's older than her. She was she's 19 yeah. and he's 32. Yo, that is yeah a no. good good Ugh. good good age gap. And he's like ready to settle down, and she's now like. An adult now, like a fairly new adult. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I love him, and we're gonna like try to make it work. And she's going from Mexico to like North Carolina, and I feel like and she's was... by herself too. Yeah. And, and, but he's just wanting her to do all these things, and and like, and she's just like, yeah. Like I'm by myself. I don't have my family. Like it's a new experience. He's... She's very vulnerable. Yeah. And he, I think for him, he's like he like wants her to like. uh uh, change to his lifestyle like this is right. I'm, I'm putting you into the, my puzzle this piece and that you'll fit here and you'll make my world complete instead mm-hmm. of like trying to make both work right so you know from jump I'm just like okay this is gonna be crazy and then also the area of North Carolina that they live I don't think is like a big city it's like a rural area so you know you got a lot of people talking about the wall and like Trump right. in the area that they live in and she's like fresh from Mexico right so there's that cultural difference and I was just like I but just because they're younger, I'm like, okay, they got, in my mind, I like, they have more time to make it work. So we'll see how it goes. And, but as soon as she moves in, mm-hmm. right, the first night, um, and he was supposed to get the house ready and prepared. Right. And he didn't really buy, like, a, 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 a bed or a stuff because he wants them to pick it together yeah. to make it work. But the first night she's there, she finds another woman's underwear. Yes, another woman's thong, specifically, in a drawer. Yeah. And she was like, what? <laughs> First off, I know in his heart, when he saw that pulled out of the drawer, his heart sank. Oh, his for soul sure. left his body sure. and went to like the, another realm. He's Just like, in- <laughs> oh, that's from like an ex-girlfriend like who used to live here. And I, I just didn't clean out. And it's like, first off, I don't believe you. <laughs> But if I did, why have you not cleaned up since the last woman was here? Like, what? My man was stuck. Like, come on. He was stuck. Oh. I don't know what you do. It's just you, your your new fiance from America. Yes, the dream. And you pull out a thong. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Like, and I, 
And she was distraught. She was crying. Um, didn't really want to talk to him like no. that. She said, like, I told you to clean up the house. And he was like, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Yeah, but the smart Day thing one. is, Fernanda, she like she will leave. Like yeah. she she doesn't care. Like she will. She she actually loves him, but she's like, no, I, I will leave. <laughs> if, yeah, if, if if this is not working. Yeah, so which I actually like. Like I I really like that about her yeah. because I feel like everyone else in this, at least most of the women, they're like. They're like digging their heels yeah, in. Yeah, like and, I have to make this work for right. my family and future generations. And for her, it's like ah, I got options. Right. Yeah, which is which you know is a position of power. And like this man, like for the rest of the the season series, is just like trying to make it up. Like yes, I'm a. This is what we could do. This is our life. Like I could give you the life that you want. I want you to like make friends. Mm-hmm. He they had the dinner with his friends yeah. from college, you know, who were welcoming. Um, but there was that one girl who's like his close friend and I forget her name, Mm -hmm. but she was like, he said he didn't want to ever get married. And I was like, no, he didn't ever want to marry you, girl. That's why. Like, you get that vibe? I got the vibe. Yes. I was like, this woman was clearly in love with him. Yeah. And that Fernanda has come into the picture. Yeah. And it's like, no, he didn't want to marry you. Yeah. I think that's what, and that's what I got. It was like, oh, they got a friend circle, but she was still that friend. It was like, oh, well, you know, we're close, like right. way, like brother and sister vibe. But it was really like, if he was like, you know what, I, you were in front of my eyes the whole time. I should have just loved you. She would have like exactly. head over heels, and exactly. like she's hating. Yeah, she was definitely hating, and for I'm, sure. Now, and I know that there's more conversations that they're supposed to happen to have with them too to like help her, you know, get acclimated and her to be a friend to her. But I was like, ooh, yeah, nope. Nope, don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. But, you know, they're trying to grow as far as their relationship. And then you learn from Jonathan that, uh, he one, his mom found out that he got engaged through social media. Oh, right. Yeah, he didn't tell his family. He did, and he did not tell his family. And she found out, and then he was like, I need you. And Fernanda was like, I need to meet your mom um, to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and stuff. And they meet the mom, and she's just very, she's like, She's not for it. No. She's just like, I'm not, you're young. I think you need to take more time. I don't think you guys should get married. And she's heartbroken. Yeah. And then, and then Jonathan is all, well, you were married her age. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that was back in the day. Like, yeah. you and get Jonathan out of here. So many shots at his so mom. So many shots at, at his that mom. Dinner, I was just like, they don't, they don't got a good relationship. He talked about her multiple marriages. Yeah. And just, I was like, Woo. there was like no respect there. And no Fernando, respect. Fernanda wants that relationship, but then she also made a very smart comment. And I was like, to her maturity, she was like, you know, I want her to be a part of like, I want him to have a good relationship with his mom. Um, I want to have us to have a good, uh, a good relationship, but I can't, I don't want to deal with their drama. Yeah. It's like, we have to be a family, but I don't want what they have. I don't want to be involved in. Mm. And she picked up on that and was like, yeah, no, that's not for me. I don't need any of that. Yeah. Which is smart. Speaking, speaking of mother issues, let's go to, uh, Colty. Colty. <laughs> Colty. Colty. and Larissa. They're, oh, they're my favorite. My gosh. They're my favorites right now. I know everybody on this show. Uh, um, they're like up there. They're my favorites. They it's are so- a mess. <laughs> Just, just thinking of them makes me smile because I have no idea. Oh my gosh! So Larissa is a Brazilian woman, yes. and Cole is like 
think of white bread like just that, <laughs> that's what cults is like very dry white boy yeah. who lives with his mother yes we don't really know what he does because they don't, don't. really say yeah um but they they live in like a, a nice apartment whatever he lives with him he's lived with his mom Forever, forever his entire life yeah, he takes care of her 33 yeah yeah his mom is like 66 um she's on disability he yeah. takes care of her um and they shared a joint bank account since he was 14 yes so, and she cooks breakfast for him mm-hmm. and drives him to work yes and picks him up mm-hmm. so they are attached at the hip all the time in comes Larissa. In comes Larissa. <laughs> Wait, where did they meet? I think he was on vacation. He was on vacation in Brazil. Yes. And um, they met and, you know, I've seen the video footage of them kissing in Brazil, falling in love. And Larissa, I think, is just, she. I think she could have her own show if she wanted to. She, she's coming from Brazil and she wears a lot of these, like, Short dresses, mm-hmm. uh, long hair. There's a lot of them are tight, but her whole thing is like, you know, I came and I found Colty and we're in love. And, and his name is Colt, but it's pronounced Colty, I guess, for her because it's just <laughs> as far as her accent and stuff. But she was like, her whole process was like, yo, I, I, uh, I want to come over to the U.S., but the visa process is going a long time. But um, you should just, he was, you should like buy me another ticket. And it was like an issue where, they, he bought her a ticket, but it they, they he, she wasn't going to get the visa in time. Through, yeah. But she was like, oh, just buy me another ticket. You're American. You got money. Right. That's and, <laughs> and he's like, no. Uh, nah, I don't have like, it. I don't, I don't have money like that. And, and she's like, she's like, you don't love me. You don't, like, you don't love me. <laughs> so she hits him with the, you don't love me. You said you wanted to get married. You cared about me. You don't want to buy another ticket. You don't want to buy another ticket. And he's like. I don't know if your visa will come before that ticket, so we're just gonna wait until the yeah. visa comes and then book you a ticket for like two weeks and then book yeah. after that. And then her visa came, and then she was like, "Oh, my visa's here. Buy me my ticket." He was like, "Oh, I already bought you a ticket, but it's gonna be like a week later." Yeah. And she's like, "You still don't love you me. don't love me. <laughs> you don't want to see me." Like, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, girl, stop!" Oh, I was yeah. I feel like I feel like. Colt went on vacation and like they met. He was like he maybe had he maybe spent no. money on vacation he and she was like did. ooh he bought out. Yes, and the thing is, I got a I got I got one with money. Yeah, and that's the thing is, and especially for the the type of guy he is, and you've seen him in his personality. He's not talking to girls. No. I mean, he's made like the casual little talky talk like at like a restaurant or place, but he's not going out and like, hey, what's your name, little mama? Right. None of that. But in Brazil, he just was like, uh, I did it. I'm on one. And that's just not who he is. So I was just like, for, and her personality is just a lot. And with him, and he's very dry, yeah. white braid that you said. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how this mixed. So when she got in the plane and landed, and it was like she she was there, uh, and he shows up, and the first thing he was like, "Hey, you made it! Welcome!" The first thing she says is, "Where are my flowers? Mm-hmm. Where are my flowers?" And he's like, "What? I just bought you a ticket, all this other stuff." And she was like, "Wait, no, I'm serious though. Where's my flowers? I thought she thought it was a joke. No, I'm like, 
why did you bring me any flowers? Aren't, yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do to like yeah. your lover? And then he was like, no, I'm not, I don't have any flowers. Like, you know, we, there's other stuff that we can do. But she's so upset mm-hmm. and distraught that he didn't. And it's again, you didn't love me. And they walk past the vending machine that sells roses. And she's like, look, there's flowers here. And he's like, I'm not spending 20 bucks on flowers. I was like, oh, she is in for another oh, for, yeah. situation. Yeah. Then they get to his house, and the mom is there. Yeah. And she's just like, Mm-mm, Mm-mm. no. This ain't going to work. It's not going to work. We need to move into our own place. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, I think we need another house, but we should buy another house that's more big, that has a pool. And she says this to the mom and stuff, and she's like, you guys don't have a couch? Like, where's the couch? And stuff, and she's just making all these demands. She's like, "Where's the couch? Yeah, we need to get a new TV, a new TV, all this. Like, uh, this ain't gonna work. I'm here now. We gotta. I need this (laughs) lifestyle." And the mom is just like, "Oh, she." And she made a good point. She was like, "Usually, when you first meet somebody's family and stuff, and you're in their situation, like you're 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 more gracious. You're like, oh, thank you for having me. Uh Like it's like all this. And for her to make all these demands, it's just like, oh, she has just another." lifestyle way of living life that she wants to live yeah. and then the thing that's so sad because it was it was sad it was tragic and uh Colt's mom's father passed away a while yeah. ago and she was like oh well you know we want you to pick a new couch to help decorate and you can help do the decorations here and really the mother's like she doesn't because their relationship's so close she doesn't want to just get tossed to the wayside right. and she's like i don't want my son to like marry somebody else and then just forget about me mm-hmm. but i want them to live their life but you know, that's the thing that I think is the underlying tension between them. It's just like, oh, you're going to have a new wife and you're just going to forget about your old mother and yeah. put me in a retirement home yeah. where you'll forget about me and stuff, which, you know, I hopefully won't be the case. But she, Larissa's like, okay, I want to help with decorations and stuff like this. I want to get rid of stuff. The first thing, and there's a slot machine in their house. She's like, I want to get rid of the slot machine. She's like, why do you guys have that? And Colt was like, oh, it was a gift to my mom from my father. And she says, oh, I'm sorry, and just hit a nerve. <laughs> and the mom starts crying a little because it's like it's like oh you know it was it, it, it's a sentimental gift, yeah. but you know also that she sees what her son's future wife is and how she acts is just like ah, I don't know what to do. And I was just like oh I feel bad, yeah. And you know they're they're trying to make it work in Las they're Vegas, trying. and she's like it's too hot. You don't yeah. have air conditioning in your car. I want to move to New York or Beverly Hills. Right. <laughs> she she just wants she she's seen this like lavish lifestyle on yeah. TV in yeah. America, and she thinks that's what she is gonna live. And it's and not. They go apartment hunting, and they go to this really one of these like you know upscale luxury you know places, yeah. and they they look at they're looking at a furnished apartment, and they're like the the leasing agent's like, okay, yeah, furnished, you can get this for like thirty two hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Unfurnished, you get it for sixteen hundred. And she's like, Yes, yes, I want this. And he's like, um, that's that's what we pay now and we share. So like I'm gonna she's like, I'm gonna have to talk to my mom and mm-hmm. and she's like, No, I want this. Like she just keeps Making all these demands, yeah. like wants him to spend all this money, and she just does not understand that he does not have the money, or that it just doesn't work like that. You yeah. can't just go spending money like that. Yeah, you know, it- <laughs> it's like she's like, this is what America in my mind was supposed to be because yes. this is what I saw in films mm-hmm. and movies, and that's what I want. 
and you're supposed to provide that for me. And she's like upset now that he keeps saying no for everything. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, so you better give me the wedding I want. Yeah. And this is like all the stuff that I want for it. And I'm just like, I, Colt did not manage expectations. No, he did, he did not. not. And he I think he not. fronted. I think he really went down he there saying, did. this, I could do all this. I can show you the world. <laughs> all of this. And just was like, it wasn't true. And no. she's like, they're not gonna work. No, I'm just, I can tell y'all. Oh now. no, for sure. They're in, they're not gonna work. They're not right? gonna work. No, it. Uh uh-uh, uh, not at all. First off, she she keeps wanting him to choose her over his mom. That's not gonna happen. No. Like you you can't do that. Yeah, and I know we haven't got to that episode yet, but there was like a clip on on the on the trailer where she's screaming on the stairs, "Whoever goes against the queen will die," and runs upstairs, and I'm just like this. <laughs> Who does that? But she's like putting her foot down, like not it's you or your it's me or your mom, right? And no, girl, like, they're going to send you away. They will. Like, no. Back to Brazil. Back to Brazil, girl. Where you can Netflix and chill. (laughs) Try to find you another rich white man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's that. And oh, I forgot, but the cousin who came, it was like, yo, that's my cousin. Uh It was like, yo, are you just here for a green card? And she's like, no, I love him. He's like, nah, okay. And she said straight up to Colt's face in front of Larissa, you know you can end this, like, whenever, right? You know you don't have to do this. Like, you could just you could just send her back. And I was just like, ooh, this is cutthroat. But he yeah. was just like, nah, you're here for a green card. I'm not here for it mm. at all. Yeah. I'm not going to encourage it. So, mm. ah, that's them. That's a mess. Yeah. All right. And I know yes. uh, we got we got Wait, uh, who's the who's the, the the Romanian couple? Or, so we got or is it, yes, you got you got. We, we can we can like skip them entirely because their story is so uninteresting to is. me. I barely watched them. It I'm is. like they're probably the least interesting. I to me. don't care. And you're about talking about Stephen and Olga and Bye. the other one who's also my second favorite is Ashley, who's thirty one from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Wait, they're the last couple though, right? And Jay, yes, yes, they're the last one. They. <laughs> From Jamaica, Jamaica. So Jay and Ashley are the ones I saw from like the the trailer for this season. Yeah. And they were the ones that made me and a couple friends who were like, oh, we need to watch this. (laughs) Because what? Yeah. This dude's like, what? He's like 20 or something like that Mm -hmm. from Jamaica. This woman. A white woman who's like what 32 30, yeah i think it's like yeah 31 31 goes to jamaica for vacation yes. and is you know there and meets jay she, and it's like oh we're in love she got her groove back she got her groove back she yeah her groove back met her a nice little young jamaican mm. stallion and was like, ooh, we're in love. And then flew back to Jamaica multiple times right. to be with him. Yeah. And this boy is like, he's a, uh, and I call him a boy because he's young. Because he is a boy. Because he is truly a boy. Yes. And he's like, you know, he's like the player type, wants to be center of the attention. Mm-hmm. He's like a tattoo artist. He's popular with the ladies, so his family says. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but, you know, we're in love. And I, I think the biggest thing for them is that they were infatuated with each other. Yes. It was like purely physical mm-hmm. every time that they were back for their brief amounts of time. And then she comes back and was like, you know. What he, was it, the third time she the came third back? Time. He proposed He proposed to her? in the club. That was a club <laughs> iPhone video in the yes. club. And it was like doing this like Usher or Chris Brown, I'll take you down type of dance too as well. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, and then she's like, oh, but you know, and, and for her, her own story, she was engaged twice. Mm-hmm. And 
And all her all her ex fiancés were terrible. Were terrible. And they all never, cheated on her. All cheated on just her. Just not good to her. And she never really got married. And she also has two kids, right? I think she has Wait, two does kids. does she? I think she has kids. Maybe she doesn't. I haven't seen babies with them. But I felt like she had kids. But maybe not. Maybe I'm lying. And somebody else got kids. I'm just mixing up the story. <laughs> but anyway. But I go all that to say is that, all right, so now... They're together, and she has to go back to get his K one visa approved, and they go through this. He has to do an interview process. He gets approved. It was like, oh, baby, now I'll be able to be with you every day and give you the D every day. Every day. And I'm just like, oh Oh, my god. God. And and you meet his dad real brief, but I just want people to know that as far as cycles, that you know, a lot of times the apple doesn't fall. Far from the tree. No, it doesn't. No matter what situation. Uh, and his dad, his nickname is, and I kid you not, Pussy Skins. His dad nickname, and they bleeped it out, but it's Pussy Skins. And they call him that, and they said in Jamaica, they call you. They called him that because he's real popular with the, the ladies. He's a girly. And because he's been with so many women, and he's a taxi driver, that's his nickname. And his dad sees him off before he leaves and was like, you know, you know, I wish the best for you. You know, treat her right. But you know, you know why they call, they call me pussy skins? It's because of the ladies and all this. And you know, I'm, I'm really popular with them. And he's saying that to his future daughter-in-law. Yeah. And I'm just like this. Oh. And then I was like, and he, I feel like he said that he doesn't want to be like his father. He wants to be better. But he also looks up to him. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, if you look up to that type of behavior, but you're gonna go try to be in a monogamous, monogamous relationship in Mechanicsville. Pennsylvania, I yeah. was like, it's going to be the d- most difficult struggle in life. Yep. And, yep. They, and they arrive, and it's cold, and he's cold, and he sees her house. And they're, and they're together all the time. Yeah, yes, all the time. This yes. girl has also given up her best friend oh, for him because right. her best friend was calling out his cheating on her cheating. while he was in Jamaica. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter because he was in Jamaica. He's here now, so... I, I forgive all everything he did, he did in Jamaica. And we'll start fresh. And we'll start fresh here now that he's here. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and she's like one of her best friends, and she was like he like he known it. her most of her life. And I, but also she she made comments saying that um, you know she's she's so caught up in the idea of being in love that if she she if he cheated. She wouldn't really take it seriously because no. she wants it to work. Yeah. And I remember they had that party, and uh, Ashley's best friend and Jay are talking one-on-one because mm-hmm. Jay knows that she told her that he cheated in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and he was like, I didn't cheat. Why would she talk shit about me and stuff like that? And, you know, they had this one-on-one situation, and she's like, why did you cheat on her? He's like, why did you tell her I cheated? Like, but she's like, but you did. He was like, and the thing is, is what I noticed is he never admitted that he didn't cheat mm-hmm. to her. He said, the past is the past. Right, exactly. The past is the past. We mm-hmm. need to leave that behind and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, he, this man really did cheat. Yeah. I was like, he didn't He didn't say he didn't no. to her in that no. one-on-one situation. But the best friend was also going to be a bridesmaid in the wedding, and she was like, nope, because yeah. she's not for us. So if she's not for us, she's against us, and took her out. So when they were going to try dresses, oh my gosh, all the, the best friend wasn't there. And then the other friends were like, I mean, we thought the same thing she did, but we just didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh, God. man. And Jay don't have no friends, and Mechanicsville is very white. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, you know, he's he's aware of racism, and he was like, how do people are going to view us? Yeah. Black man, white woman in this mm-hmm. neighborhood. And they went, he found a black barbershop um, that he went to in another town, and I did my research, and I didn't know how close this town is, and I thought they were, like, hours away. Mm-hmm. And it's really, like, 15 minutes away. Oh, okay. So he's close to a predominantly African-American community mm-hmm. if he wants to get to it. Yeah. But uh, he's now, like, going off, doing his own thing, not really communicating with Ashley, and she's, like, getting irritated and stuff. He goes to this black barbershop. He's like, yo, I'm just here from Jamaica, and, you know, I'm getting married. And they're like, how old are you? They're like, 20. They're like, you're getting married? Yeah. And they're like, hell no. Yeah. They're like, don't do it. Don't do it. You say you get married. He's like, and, and they're like saying all these things about how it's not going to work, why you can't do it. Right. Talking about the racism and racism. Racism. Talking uh, about him. He's he's giving up his his culture. Yeah. Like and like just, the prime years of your life to go out there and just be with all these women and stuff. So they're like, and then one of them is like, oh wait, but how long do you need to be married? For like your visa, they're like two years. They're like, oh yeah, go ahead, get married. <laughs> go ahead, get married. Go on, do it, bro. Do it. You'll be good. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Um, but yeah, so now their whole thing is like she doesn't. She's now starting not to trust him because he's not really communicating as much with her. Yeah, he's like, but you know, I don't know nobody. I'm just driving like to McDonald's and other place. But she thinks he's like talking to women back right. home in Jamaica right. or all this other stuff. And like, well, I think she did find on his phone like messages with other women. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she's like, and he's starting to get irritated and starting to check out a little. Of my mind. Yeah. So I just I don't know again. From him looking up to his father, this whole thing. I don't know if they're gonna succeed. Also, he's a child. Like, she, he like, is girl, a child. come on. He is straight you up. You are you are thirty years old with a twenty year old, like, and yeah. you're trying to get married. Like, that's not gonna work. Mm-mm. That's not gonna work. Yeah. So it's like now we're coming up to see who's going to get married or who not. Yeah. On this show, and it's just like, you know, you root for the best for most of these people, but a lot of them are just like, yeah, nah. No. This no. Not, it's not going to work. But you just can't stop watching it. I mean, it's just, you get caught up in it. And that's, you know, 90 Day Fiance. That's 90 Day Fiance. And all these trash TLC shows. Oh, right man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, and it's, it's crazy. But, you know, for this, I, I'll probably be watching after the 90 Days uh-huh. to see whoever gets married how they now respond to married life. And with the other people on past seasons, it gets even worse just as far as like relationships with family uh-huh. and people really like, Oh, I got, I, I got this. We're married now. I'm going to do what I want. So I, since you, since you really like 90 day fiance, I think you should watch love after the lockup. Okay. I think you would enjoy that. I just that. heard that the show came out. <laughs> I think you would enjoy that. Somebody told me from back home in Seattle, I was like, I'm working on this show. I was I was able to work on set. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's real. Because I've heard about people, like, getting into relationships and, like, sending letters and falling in love with people in prison. But then coming out, oh, man, especially the, the American justice system. It's not about, you know, making people better. It's about uh, punishing folks. And I'm just like, you coming out of prison... I don't know how you're going to adjust back to society. Right. And you talk about love? Yes. And you got a case? Yeah, that's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. It's, it's probably it's a, a lot, lot of arguments and stuff, huh? So oh, season man. season one is only like six episodes? Six or seven episodes, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Because I saw the, the, the clip for it, and I was just like, word? Yeah. This is a real show? Probably the, this is the exact same way I yeah. felt like for 90 days. I was like, mm-hmm. this is real? And then you're probably watching like this. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is really real. Yeah. I think uh, season two just started back up again. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check it out. You should check it out. Yes. All right. So, 
Let's let's just roll into uh, Ready for Love. Now I'm ready, ready <laughs> to love. Ready to love. That's that intro song. Oh my gosh. So Ready to Love is a dating show on OWN. Yes. Comes from Will Packer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I will say, I watched the first episode and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Just because, okay, so like it's set in Atlanta, yep. it's, it's and they're they're supposed to Atlanta. They're supposed to, you know, make it like how the real world is, where in Atlanta it's like what three women to every man or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. It yeah. is though. It is crazy. And so like women have a hard time dating in Atlanta because men just feel like oh, there's just so many choices. Like why settle down? Why settle down? Yeah. Um. So they. <laughs> They do this. And I said no after the first episode because the women, the women were just bringing so much to the table. They were like very accomplished, like just very smart, very intelligent, really good looking women. And the men were like not bringing that much. Like really. And I was just like, this is what they brought for these women? Like what? It's, it's hard. It's difficult. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to try to hold it down for my brothers. And it's just like, you know, you know you're trying to provide. It's like a lot of people kind of had their own, like, things, they, their vision as far as what they do, entrepreneurship. So it wasn't like a lot of them were, like, in steady, steady jobs. But also when it comes to, like, the full package, I get it. A lot of dudes didn't have it. But I, I think just as far as casting purposes, there were, like, a lot of dudes who were there for, like, Eye candy. Right. Strictly straight up. Yes. Eye candy. These guys are in shape, buff, tall, dark, and handsome. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these women was like, yes, yes, him. And then, you know, you have some other people, like, one dude is, like, a pastor. Yeah. Like, and it was like, I'm trying to find my first lady. And right. Stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, this is just interesting. Yeah. Um, and it was it was tough. And I think as far as, like, this first episode, because for me, I was like, you know, and when it won, when it comes to any dating show with black people, especially like in areas where Atlanta or even LA, where dating is really hard for like a lot of folks in the community, because a lot of people say it sucks. It sucks. It's just like <laughs> okay, I want to see how people tackle it. And their whole spin was like, "Yo, we want to have people find love." So I was like, "How sway? How is this gonna work?" Yeah. And you know, just seeing the concept is like, okay, we're gonna have all these people. We're gonna have the women. Pair down the men to the top three mm-hmm. from like I don't know how many it was at the beginning. I think it were ten men. Ten men, yeah, and like twenty women, something. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a lot of women. A lot of women, a lot of men. The the women had to choose which three they wanted. Yes, to, and and it just didn't. I, the process at the beginning was like it, it was a lot to take in on like how this is gonna work and essentially I got it where it's like okay the men are gonna have to try to charm as many women as they can mm-hmm. to make it to the final three and then when they did make it to the final three what they didn't know is that the roles were then gonna reverse to like how yeah. it is in the real world well then the that the men are then gonna start cutting out the women until they can get to their soulmate their love <laughs> their love whatever the person that they wanna explore in love with right so you know you see these guys trying to lift up their shirts, showing mm-hmm. their abs, trying to be smooth, trying to give people drinks and stuff. 
You got other people struggling. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was that one guy. I thought he was cute. He And he was the only one that I would have been like, oh, yes to him. But he was super shy. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, are you talking about Darnell with the glasses and the beard? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought he could have. Yeah. I thought he could have made it. Because he, 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 had, he had his shit together. Yeah. Like, But he was just a shy dude. He was. And the women were like, mm, no. Uh-uh, you got to mm. say it with your chest, which is real. <laughs> confidence is like cologne and the women smell it that's deep that's right <laughs> brothers take notes out here tell them, take notes so i guess <laughs> it's like it's like he didn't come with it and like oh there was God. one guy who i swear was gonna make it and he was like the dreadlock buff trap oh my gosh with the gauges so many ear. women were into him Yo, and, and i was like, like does yoga i was his... like get out of here with this no and oh. i really just looking back i was like he was just really a casting like choice like hey put him in but he probably mm. won't make it and it's just eye candy and like when it came to his job he had two he was like oh like I'm an activist but I also yeah. have this site where it's like black men smile where I want black men to smile right. and I just show portraits of that or black people smile and that was it but he kept plugging his stuff yeah. so I was like yo he's really on here trying to blow mm-hmm. up and that was it and stuff but and I also was like but how do you make money yeah. like what he, and probably by getting on multiple shows like oh, this that's God. how he makes it uh, <laughs> as far as the casting process goes but he didn't make it but then you get down to it and nephew Tommy hosts this and he's entertaining just as far as a host because mm-hmm. he's been on radio for a minute but then you get the top three right um, and I forget one my bad there was a before getting down to the top three uh, it came down to top five and as far as these guys um, it's like you got this guy named Michael who is like an entrepreneur too he has close ties to like West Africa, whether it's Ghana or Nigeria, I don't know, because he mm. wears a lot of uh, African clothing. Um, he used to be in the Army, uh, super charismatic, buff, and is just like, he's really into like trying to find mud- love, but he also is like, I want to find a wife, because I know I'm going to have twins. He's like, I'm going to have date. twins. Twins. I'm, I'm having twins, and it's like, you, From you, know, you know that's not how that works, right? But like, he, you can't tell him that. Not at like, all. Like, what? <laughs> but, you know, I think that's his little charm play too. Oh, Michael, I think God. he's like one of the guys I like just as far as the show in general. And then you got Alex. Who's I like, like him, but he's clearly a hotep, he and is. I can't do well, it. I, think, I think he is a hotep, but I do, because he said he he practices the Ife religion. Yeah. Um, But I know that there's certain degrees just of hotep as well, and I don't think he's like conspiracy theorist hotep. <laughs> I think he's on the more left side or a more moderate side where I think he's, uh, uh, he could go either way and stuff just as far as his experience is growing up. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely different. Um, and then you got Alex, um, who's like, yeah, truck driver, tall, dark and handsome, but real, real, just as far as his experience, very, very direct and like upfront as far as what mm-hmm. he wants. Um, you got Aaron, 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 who's just his brother. Who's like, yo, um, I'm young. I'm out here, you know, trying to see all these possibilities. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, make people feel good. Right. And, and we'll get into Aaron. Aaron, you know, showing ladies his six pack. He's a charmer. He's definitely a talker mm-hmm. and a charmer. And then you had two other guys. Um, one is the pastor brother, and mm-hmm. the reason why I'm just saying the other, the two other guys. And one guy, he was from uh, Gambia, and he, but he was just very. He uh, was so full of into himself. himself. He was but very into himself. He did not ask 
any questions no. of the ladies. None. He just kept talking about himself. And I was just like, bye. Yeah, and eventually him and the pastor got X'd out because it was mm. just like they didn't have all the qualities. And eventually yeah. the pastor and the guy from Gabby both got eliminated. Then you had a top three. And then it was now time for the guys to like, all right, now we're going to start trying to find love. Yeah. And so for the next five episodes, it's just been the three men dating these, the, the, the women. Yeah. Um, and it's been a mess. Like, it, it, it has. especially with Aaron, Aaron, he's younger. There were a couple older women that like really took to him, yeah. but he was like selling them bullshit. And like, <laughs> and so they were, Melinda was one. Melinda, especially, he, he would be like, yeah, I'm into you. He would be texting this woman, FaceTiming with her, all this stuff, when he was not into her at all. And so Melinda's like, well, I'm going to believe what you're telling me. And she falls hard. And and then, like, clearly not into her. Yeah. The host is like, well, have you told her that she's coming on strong? And yeah. he's like, no, no. But, I, but I don't want her to feel bad. I want her to feel good. And yeah. It's like, but you can't. You Keep can't doing that. You can't do that. And I think that's really what he was used to just as far as life. He was like, I just want, you know, to make these ladies feel good. And he would do that. And the thing is, is that all the women meet up and they all talk about the men that they're yes. interested in. So from jump, Melinda was like, Aaron is mine. Mm-hmm. I already see us having babies. I got a photo. I got a, a photo library in my phone. She said, "I have an Aaron folder." I was like, Aaron "Oh my god!" Of all the pictures of us together, they made it from jump clear that you know that she was feeling him and she didn't want nobody else but mm-hmm. him. And you know, so everybody has to also navigate and try to respect to a certain T mm-hmm. the other people who are you know building relationships. Yeah. And as he started to like, ooh, meet somebody else, I was like, ooh, I'm feeling you. Yeah. And, ooh, I'm feeling you. He started like he, he. It started to become clear that he was telling each girl what mm-hmm. they wanted to hear. Yep, and not being real. Yeah, and got called out on it, and was like, when Melinda found out, it was like, you know, so where are we as far as our relationship and stuff? And you know, where do you see me in the competition? Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, right now I see you in the running with these people. We yeah, were like, wait a second. That's different from everything you've been telling me right. the last three three episodes. Yeah, or something. you said that you wanted me. They're like, you tell me good night, you want to be with me, all this other stuff. And you know what? You just a child. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I can see through BS. I don't got time for it. And she eliminated herself. Yeah, she eliminated herself. Three, I think three women eliminated themselves. Three women And they were all themselves. women that Aaron was That was with, with. Aaron. Oh, and God. I was just like, I hope this is a growing experience for him. And Probably we'll not. See. I don't think so. <laughs> I, like, I don't this expect the optimist. him. I don't expect him to grow at all from this. It's, yeah, it's, he's like, he's like, oh, you know, maybe I need to, you know, communicate better. I like, love the voice. Or like, be, you know, more emotional. And I'm like, you're full of shit. You're, you're again saying what you think. The viewers, we what yes, what, what we what your producer who's interviewing you wants to hear. You're you're spilling bullshit. Yeah. You're not being real. It, he's not at all, and it's hard for him. And it's like because and, and I I really probably I really think he's not interested in any other women. No, as far as like a full relationship, and mm. maybe that's what we'll learn at the end. It's like, hey, I found out I don't want anybody. But the thing is, is that you're supposed to make the effort and be vulnerable, and it's so hard for him to do it, Mm -hmm. and it's like he's avoiding answers and conversations, and he also gets real defensive and real quick to clap back Mm -hmm. on somebody. It's like, it's not my fault, it's your fault, you're single. That's what he told Melinda. Melinda. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, 
this why you're single. This is why you're single. You and do not and tell he, a lady. And he's also very disparaging to women that he either like left or like that have eliminated themselves. He's, yeah. Like this past episode I watched, he was on a date with Stormy and I can't remember who else. And he's talking about how, oh, I was given the time of day to all these women dogs who like, I just, I shouldn't have even given the time of day to. Mm-hmm. And Stormy sitting there like, what? Like, how are you like, you're, you're, don't talk to about these women like that. Yeah. And I think that has turned her off a lot. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be another, like, like she's gonna, she's, she's gonna, gonna eliminate herself so, out. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. And it's just like he, he's getting the advice that he needs to be real, and he's not doing it. And he's he, he dug himself a grave. He has a reputation now with all the women of being like, hey, he's the one that's not serious. He's just a talker. Mm-hmm. He's just bullshitting. Yeah. and you know he's about to reap what he sows. And he's the one person on the show. I'm like, I don't think there'll be any love for no, him. And no. I mean, it's just going to be more drama. And I, I want him to own it so bad. But he won't. I, I know. He won't. He won't, he won't at he all. Because he just, and he, I think he, he sees himself as like this pretty boy. I got it all together. I'm what you need type of individual. Mm-hmm. And you just it just comes out. Even if he tries to say something opposite, it's just like his actions is different. And I'm just like, ah, poor fool. And like when when they try to ask him questions, it, he just he tries to talk around it. He never actually gives straight answers, yeah, or, or like any answers of depth. It, and I'm just like, what are you saying? You're not saying anything. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not. It's just yeah. A lot of times it's like, what are you saying? So that's it for him. And it'd be like we'll see what happens. And with Alex. And what's, what I'm starting to notice is that, you know, Alex and Michael, like, Michael's definitely like, yo, I want to have twins as far as, like, uh, in a relationship. But, you know, he has, like, a couple women that he's really for, but he's super adamant on he wants to have children. And, you know, they had an episode about deal breakers, and he's like, my deal breaker is I want to have kids. And there's one woman he's really into, and I want to say, um, uh, I want to say Shateva. Uh, and it's like, he really wants to be with her, and he's like, but, you know, I really want to have kids. And she already had, she was a single parent. Um, that was Shay. Shay, okay, Shay. They both with an Shea, S. Shatavi is the other the one. The other one, yeah, okay, who's like the emotional he, connection? He was, yeah, he was gotcha. like, he was. They, they really had a lot of, gotcha. like, physical connection, yeah. but, like. So it's Shay. Yeah, Shay. Shay's the one. So Shay's Shea. the one. Shay's son is, like, 20. 20 Like, years grown old. up, and she's like, I don't want any other, any more children. Yeah. But like Michael really likes her, and they they really connect. Yeah. But he wants kids. He wants kids. So. And she's like, "Why? I had a horrible experience. Like being a single mother, it was tough. It was hard. I did it, and I have a son. I have a relationship, but I don't know if I want to put myself back there. And yeah. it was also a situation of if I do do that, it has to be with somebody who, you know, I don't think could run away or whatnot. Yeah. And I'm not just gonna be in a relationship with somebody. Just because they want to have kids. Right. And I think, and for both of them, I, I respect it as far as jailbreakers. Because the thing is, is like if a woman doesn't want to have a, a, a baby, she's not going to have one. Yeah. It's like there's no way of you forcing as a man somebody to have a child of yours. And that's just real. And I don't think that she 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 has to do any of that. Yeah. But I do know like if somebody really wants to have kids in a relationship, that's something that they're going to focus on and be a priority as yeah. well. And I think, you know, they may have to like agree and go separate ways, but... You know, it's like now that we're trying to figure out with them if 
if Shaya will change her mind. No, I, I don't think she will. Yeah. Or she, she might say, like, oh, maybe, and then he'll, like, take that, but yeah. then resent her. That's the and thing. Like, they'll, they'll probably break up because yeah. she'll be like, actually, no, I actually don't want a child. Yeah, and it's like, you know, a TV show's only so long, and you're talking about the rest of your life. Yeah. Stuff, so it's like, you know, who, who knows who goes on to find love and stuff like that. And then for Alex, and Alex, there's this one relationship in particular that um, I want to touch on, and that's him and Tiffany. Yeah. And Tiffany and Alex. I thought they were solid. I thought, I thought they, they were, were solid, man. Too. I thought they were uh, from Jump. And then right now, just as far as the latest episode and stuff, they're getting real rocky. Yeah. And it's because, and what I started to notice is that everybody who was in the position where they were first um, with the other they, they made a choice with somebody from day one. Mm-hmm. All those, whether it be Melinda or Tiffany, whoever was first chose, um, I think had a certain type of perception and expectation from that other person. Mm-hmm. And those were the ones as far as the relationships that went south. Yeah. For, and where everything else is like, oh, well, whatever it is, it could be, could be. And with her, it's like she's not getting enough communication from him. Yeah. Um, I, but he's also like, hey, I'm going to do this at a certain time and keeps doing that. And sh- and she's a person that, okay, when you say you're going to do something at a certain time, you need to do it. Yeah. And he, he's just like, oh, I'll call you in 30 minutes. You know, most people think like, okay, like whatever. They'll call me at some time. Yeah. She's like, oh, 30 minutes. Oh, you didn't call me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is crazy. But, and like- but I get it. Like, you have you have high expectations for, for people and you want people to say what they're going to do yeah. if they say they're going to do something. Yeah. So it's, it's real. And it's like for him. And he also say that he's like, I'm very much an alpha male. And for him, it's really hard to feel like he has to tell somebody when I'm going to do this or when I'm, he feels like he's being like, like, you're not my mama. Like, I can do what I want. I'm a man type situation. And, you know, it's about communication. And, like, compromise for a lot of stuff. And for him, it's like, by him not doing it, it's just like, ah, I can see it being an issue. And she's very, she's also, and I would say, you know, for some people, especially women, they talk about the term aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she's aggressive, but I do think she's assertive in what she wants. Yeah. And she wants a relationship with them. And I feel like for him, he's just like, oh, I want to play the field, try to make something work, whatnot Mm -hmm. now. And, you know, she made a statement for all the other men, you know, take your shot. Yeah, Alex ain't stepping up to the plate, and I think that could happen with her and Michael. Yeah, as things develop, because I know they started to have a little conversation and things started to pop from there. Uh, and I know what the next episode. I haven't. I missed the last episode um, last night, but they're all now in a house where it's like each person has basically three women that they're really into, mm-hmm. and they're all gonna spend the time in a big house together. Uh, for the weekend and it's gonna be like everything's gonna be put out mm-hmm. there in public on blast and it's like how do you navigate that which is which is why it's like oh this is real juicy to me yeah. just as far as relationships cause I don't know where it could go I mean oh, somebody could just feel some type of way and be like you know what forget you I'm out of here and that's right. it I'm just like ah I don't know who's ready to love at all I know for the most part I'm like these women are too good for these yeah. men. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, like old girl who was a doctor. Um, oh, who's the, in the army. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who's she? She's the a, makeup. She's a doctor, 
not not a medical doctor, but right. a, a like a PhD doctor. Yeah. yeah, and they were so intimidated because yeah. of her confidence, and yeah. I was just like, "What? Yeah. This, like, oh, these men." They were intimidated, and I know that you know she was like, you know, I was in the army, I had my experience, I know what I want, and you know, I know what I did, and all mm-hmm. these other guys were like, you know, you're a lot. I don't know if I could handle all that. So, you know, when it comes to this, the human experience in these relationships, it's just like, ah, it's a lot. And, you know, you'll, you'll, you see through the BS from the jump. And when it gets down to the real of it, I mean, you you find out that a lot of the choices some of the guys made was purely physical. Oh, for sure. Straight up. Like, I, she looked cute. I thought she had, I thought she had booty. Like, I think right. Alex, that's what that's what Aaron did. He made a comment when he was talking about the top three. And he was uh, in front of folks, and he was like, you know, at first, you know, I, you know, the women that I was choosing, you know, it was, you know, off of the purely physical, and you know, and that's what I'm starting to notice as far as like the women I selected, and it's like I need to change that. But all the women that he said that he was really close to, mm-hmm. when he they heard that he said it was purely physical, was like, oh, it was this man was just wanted me for my body and not yeah. nothing else, and I was like, he's a, he's he's a fool. He's a fool. He's a fool, Aaron. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed, I enjoyed catching up on the show yeah. and, you know, we'll see how it ends. I, we'll I feel see. like it's going to end with really nobody. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, Which like, sucks. Shit. But you I know? mean, it's life. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the premise of it is like, Hey, we were trying to find people in loving relationships, which is great. And who doesn't want to find love, but the chances of them finding love the way they're doing it. Is I mean, it's probably gonna have to be a numbers game. I mean, it's probably gonna have to be a ready to love New York, ready to love LA, ready to love <laughs> something, Houston, and eventually somebody found love in Houston. But all these other places it didn't work out. Right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, no. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's it for Ready Love. Yes. Thank you, Amadou. Oh, thank you for having oh, me. Oh my god, I'm so so happy that you were on. Um where can where can the people find you? Where they can find me? Um, well, I have a website www.amadusec.com. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if my name will be spelled on this or not. I I, I, will, I will spell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how my name is spelled. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's where you can find me, just as far as all the stuff that I'm involved in in general. But mm-hmm. it also has links to my social media, so you can see me there. And then, yeah, I usually be out in these streets. Uh, doing color assisted board stuff with Bernice, so you'll find me probably with Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> out here in LA. Out here, out here in these LA streets. Yeah, at a screening. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, and um, you can find us as usual on I Watch Too Much uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, and um, see you next time. Happy holidays, everybody! Like you know. Happy New Year as well. 2019. Yeah, it has been a long year. But, you know. Unspeakable. Yes. Alright. Bye.